for the timeline. At this point, at this age, you really have to graduate with good grades. And at this age, you already have a good career. And at this age, you really have to get married. At this age, you already have your kids and all that. Hello! Hello, Ruth. Hi, Irene. Welcome back to... Another episode of Where the F Am I Heading? It's our topic for today. Toxic Filipino culture towards relationship, marriage, and family life. This topic is really somehow a taboo. Like, everyone knows about this. Everyone experiences this. But we're not as open as we want to be to discuss this topic. Yeah, this is... The topic that you don't just discuss over dinner with your family because you will be considered as rude, Uh possible, Mm -hmm. because it's happening, but we don't talk about it. Yes, something that we just put in the closet and not talk about it. But Mm -hmm. really, this is an important discussion because we really have to talk about it. Because we're involved, everyone in the family is involved, and we have to share our insights and our experiences. And from there, we can move forward, right? Mm-hmm. So let's start with the saying, as long as we're all together. So a lot of Filipinos believe that it's better to stay together regardless. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the whole family is struggling. But no one should be leaving the family. This is very common thing, mm-hmm. right? In the household. This is what we say to convince ourselves to just suck it up. Yeah. Just stay. Don't grow wings. Be contented with the family we have. But the other side of this is like, we're struggling, but we're together. So we're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a bit of what I don't like about Filipino culture because with doing this with saying as long as we're together we're okay you are limiting a person's ability to actually succeed in life Mm -hmm. and have life much better for them and and for the family as well yeah yeah. right so it's like you are not giving a family member an opportunity to follow his or her dream or to have an opportunity to find, you know, what job or what career or even school is better for that person. Actually, I've experienced this. I just remember because I'm the third one of five kids. Mm -hmm. And my two elder sisters back then were studying in Manila. We're living in Cavite and both of them were studying in Manila for college. So when the time came for me to go to college i wanted to study in manila well actually not really i wanted to but honestly i don't know what i wanted that time so it was like whatever i'll try wherever in manila but my parents were telling me i just stay in cavite because there's la saldas marina so it's just one jeepney away from our home now looking back i felt like it could have been better if I had other opportunities. It could have been better Mm -hmm. if I was given different options so that perhaps I could have choices after graduation. Not I'm saying I'm not happy where I am right now, but maybe it's, it's something that we have to consider as a family. If it's really good to be together, 
we're a happy family. I'm not saying if we're not. If you're financially stable as well for the future of the kids. Yeah, because you are limiting the, the future of your children, especially if they're about to go to college. Allow them to choose, give them options where to go or where to to attend school. Mm-hmm. And for example, for for career, if they would like to go abroad, let them be. Let them experience it, right? Let them learn the lesson yes. from being away from home. To yes. open up their mind, to explore, learn from the experience. Because you can't just read it from the textbook. Uh-huh, yeah. You have to fail and then learn from it. Yes, that's right. And our society right now, our environment right now is different from the generation before us. So mm-hmm. millennials are really kind of people who would like to explore, would like creative. to try, yeah, to be creative, to try new things. And, and that's okay. So if the kids or the young adults are really want to try different things and to explore the world that's fine let them be at the end of the day if your family is really happy your kid would still go back anyway exactly they will go back to their home and but with with the experience mm-hmm. that they had so they come back home maybe help more like let's say an example of this because you mentioned about you know opportunity to find a school or something, mm-hmm. something like that yeah, one of my cousin, the only cousin that actually finished college for now, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of cousins. Before, when she finished her high school, they were living in the province, and the mother have this mindset: as long as we are all together, exactly like that. Like no one lives in the family. I'll take care of you, but they don't have money. I mean, mm-hmm. when we talk about. F- small-time farmer in Philippines, it's very sad that they don't have enough to feed their kids mm-hmm. or send them to school. Yeah. And the mother said, no, don't go to Manila because I can look after you. Mm-hmm. But then what my mom did was, you can't. That is a lie. You tell your kids that you can look after them, but you're getting older and mm-hmm. your kids needs to have a real job. So what you can let them do is study, mm-hmm. get education, a better education and a good chance to get a job and yeah. the the reality is you can only have that if you are in manila at mm-hmm. least you have a higher chance yeah and so mom took this cousin of mine to manila and she was able to get a scholarship so now she's a teacher but if my mom did not take her out of that province she will be just like her mother mm-hmm. there's nothing yeah. wrong with that but life is tough how can she feed her kids as well right now she is helping her mother to buy medicine and stuff like that yeah yeah and at least kids who are forward thinkers they are really breaking through that mindset Mm -hmm. right that they're following their dreams because at the end of the day they're not only doing it for themselves they're doing it for the family so that's good another point that we would like to highlight and i know people will raise eyebrows when they hear this so how about parents asking for something in return from the children and this is a common filipino trait Mm -hmm. right it's a cycle so that we want to end Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. If you raise your kids well and somehow provide for them and be there to support them, when they grow up, when they have their money, they will not feel like they were raised as an investment. They will not feel that way because if you raise them well, they will actually voluntarily give you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and support you because for them, 
I don't feel like I owe you my life, but I am happy whenever I'm able to provide for my parents, mm-hmm. especially if the parents doesn't really ask for it. Yeah, because there are kids that are stressed because the parents keep on bugging them every payday. Yeah, and the parents doesn't understand that the kids have to think of their own future as well. Because mm-hmm. if not, like what you said, it's a cycle. So now I will rely on my kids. Mm-hmm. Later, when my kids get older, they have their own kids. They will rely on the kids. I remember I, I was working, and then our neighbor would tell mom, "Oh, your kid is not working in this company, and you should ask blah blah blah." Yeah. And my mom's answer always is that I'm not a beggar. I can't ask for my kid to support me because I'm not a beggar. I still have my limbs. You know, I still have my hands and legs. I can still work. Mm-hmm. And one day she will have her own family and she needs to support them as well. Mm-hmm. And if I keep on, you know, bugging her, the relationship of us might be affected, mm-hmm. which is true. Not yeah. in a way that I will get angry, but there will be sometimes if I can't provide for her that I will just stay away for a bit. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because you have your own set of belief in terms of mm-hmm. handling money. And it's not it's not bad, which we will talk about later on. It's not bad mm-hmm. to have that. At the end of the day, I'll tie my answer to your previous story earlier about your mm-hmm. aunt and your cousin. And this is a common reasoning of Filipino parents. When your aunt said to your cousin that, you don't have to leave, I'll take care of you. So a lot of Filipino parents are like that. We are the parents, we will take care of you as long as we can. Maybe some has the reason that in the future you will take care of us. But for others, maybe because they feel that it is their responsibility to really take care of the kids. Mm -hmm. But also, parents should realize that they have to let their kids to be independent as early as they can be because if they will keep saying we will take care of you and all that and all that it only means that the parents are putting all their energy putting all their money to the kids and they are not saving up for their future as well and because of that by the time that they are retiring it means that who will carry the burden that they can no longer carry It's the kids, right? So Exactly. So it will just be the cycle. And if the kids are gonna say, let me live my life as much as I would like to support you, I don't have the capability to do that. That kid will be tagged as ungrateful or selfish. Mm -hmm. And and this is something that we really have to look into because... If we really want to break the cycle, it should be coming from within the family. You should really have to talk how to manage your finances. Because it shouldn't be just one person managing the finances. Especially if you have a big family. There should be teamwork. That's right. Right? It's not only one person. Because what happens here is that when the parents are still able, they are the ones who will take care of all the bills. But life will be more easier if everybody's helping. Exactly. So especially if they already have kids who are young adults who can start to pitch in and all that. Mm -hmm. If only parents are not, I will use the term and I'm sorry if I will offend someone. If parents are not egoistic and accept that their kids can help, 
it's mm-hmm. not only helping them as the parents for the bills, it's also helping the kids to really prepare for their future. So that's my take. And let's not raise eyebrows to kids who are trying to live their life and prepare for their future. Yeah, they're also thinking of their own future. Yeah. And it's not easy to figure out the path that you will go. They're not just worried about their parents Mm-hmm. And it's enough to worry about our own future, or uh, at least the present. It's enough to worry about that when you don't really have much energy to worry much about your parents. Yeah. Especially if they're okay, they're capable of themselves. Mm-hmm. And especially if the parents are already nearing or even past the retirement age. Mm-hmm. Of course, they have maintenance, they have needs that has to be supported. If If the parents... We're able to raise kids who are loving, who are grateful. They don't need to ask for help or financial support because it will be given to them. Yeah, if they raise the kids well, though. Yes, but if ever since they have these children and they keep saying that you have to take care of us in the future and all that, so the mindset of the kid is like, okay, in in the future, it will be my responsibility. It will be a burden right? It's my obligation, something like that. So it will have a different connotation to the kid. So Mm -hmm. unlike if the kid will see that from within, saying that I'll take care of my parents because I love them and because I know how to manage my own money and I can take care of themselves while taking care of my future. So that's fine. Yeah, that's quite a mouthful of conversation in that context so let's move forward to the next one this is also another common statements that we hear from our parents whenever we're having a discussion or argument they would say papunta ka pa lang pabalik na ako i heard that a lot of times right right different not, not just like parents but relatives i don't really hear that much from my mom but uh-huh. from my aunties and uncles i heard that a lot yeah and sometimes that annoys me and when somebody tell me that but i don't argue i don't like arguing i just like mm-hmm, right but doesn't mean they have a right to really tell me that mm-hmm. or ask me to do something yeah. doesn't mean you're older, you know, a lot of things. Yeah. It's just that your idea is like very outdated. Yeah. The cycle. I want to end it. I'm not going to have child just because I'm hoping they will look after me one day. Because mm-hmm. the truth is you don't make child as an investment. You don't bring a human being in this world to look after you. Mm-hmm. Look after yourself. Mm-hmm. Make sure your future is right. Make sure when you're retired, you have enough money to support until what, your lifespan, maybe 80. Mm-hmm. And not all kids will look after you. Like my grandmother had or have 12 kids. How many of them are looking after my grandma? Like my mom? That's it. But the worst part is my mom loves my grandma. She would look after her, send her money and all her bills and stuff, which actually comes from me. But no big deal (laughs) but then my grandma is a very different person she's strange she would fight with my mom every time and then give the money my mom give to my uncles or or aunties and for me the way i see that is like am i supporting my uncles and aunties because you have to look where the source came from Mm -hmm. so it's for me and then why why do i have to support them i'm fine with it if my grandma would use it for herself Mm -hmm. that's fine yeah it's just some parents can be so terrible 
Yeah. And maybe because that's how their mindset was like during their period. Maybe that's how they were structured. And for example, like that papunta pa lang, pabalik na ako line, I would normally hear that from conversations where the adults are losing in the conversation or in the argument. They cannot say anything more valid. So in order for the kid or the younger one would be able to feel, okay, that maybe my parents or whoever older than me is right because they know better. And that's not true. Not because you're older, you know better. Every one of us has diff- came from different situations and it's not always the same. So we cannot really compare what happened in the past or what are the things that worked in the past will work again this time. That's actually something. And whenever the younger one would, would share her piece or his piece about it, again, he or she will be tagged disrespectful. The next point that we will talk about is parents expecting their children to get married at a certain age and give them grandchildren. Yes, Filipino timeline. <laughs> and I think it's not only Filipinos, but since we're talking about the Filipino culture, so let's focus on That's that. That's good Filipino. Yeah. yeah. So far, my mom would give me a hint to give her grandchildren, but she never give me a hint to get married. That's strange. But... <laughs> Because she she's bored. She just wants to play with kids. But the good thing is we have neighbors that have kids, so we can just borrow them once in a while. My cousins have kids and just borrow them, return them when they need their nappies to be changed, when yeah. they're hungry, when they're crying. And we always have a good conversation with this, actually. It, this is not really a taboo, because I have to explain to her my point of view and not just say no straight away. Mm-hmm. But she needs to understand why I don't want to have them yet. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm young. I still think myself as a young person. Mm-hmm. I think more mature though, but that depends <laughs> who I yeah. talk to. I had to explain to her that I'm not ready to have kids because I have this fear that I might not be able to provide for the kids mentally. Uh, you know, like I need to be there. I mm-hmm. can't just have kids and leave them to my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That is selfish in my side. So I had to explain to her that I don't want to have kids and then travel the world. Because, well, that's mm-hmm. my job for now. Mm-hmm. I need to have stable in everything. Mm-hmm. And what if I have mental breakdown? The poor kid have to deal with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And yeah. getting married. You see, she had numerous failed not marriage but relationship and that we don't talk about because she knows that i don't like to be domesticated Mm -hmm. so there's no pressure in that it's only the grandchildren but it's become a joke now it's not really like no you have to give me now no i said well i can be your kid again I love I love kids. I love children. They love me, but I don't want the the commitment and responsibility. I mean, I'm not even responsible for myself. I'm not <laughs> yes. Jeez. I have to look after myself. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And actually this is common cuz here in the Philippines, it's like for the timeline. At this point, at this age you really have to graduate with good grades and at this age you already have a good career and at this age you really have to get married at this age already have your kids and all that and i'm already at my 30s i'm not gonna say which number exactly is that but you know the pressure is really 
way beyond me. But the good thing mm-hmm. is that in our family, like the clan that I'm They're part of, I'm not the first one. I'm not the only one who's single at this age. Whenever we would joke like, so when are you gonna get at least be in a relationship? I mean, I've been in a relationship, but it's been a while since I've dated someone. So going back, it's like whenever we joke about it, I would always go and say, how about my cousin who's this? Like, he or she is way older than me. I'll wait for her or him to get married and all that. So it has become a joke. But sometimes it's really tiring to talk about it. It's like, is that the only thing important in life? I mean, is that the only thing that you can see me achieving? Are you not seeing the things that I've been doing? Because for them, when you are married and you have kids, you're successful and Based on, you know, we will have a topic later. This is comparing mm-hmm. uh, the children's success and achievements. Mm-hmm. I was at this point two years ago. I was in that situation. My cousin got pregnant. Well, not really planned. But then they got, they have to get married because, well, pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people was like, oh, your cousin now is like, oh, lucky her. She's a, she's a success now because she got married. And I don't, I see it past the marriage point. Yeah. Like, okay. Do they have a job though, mm-hmm. right? Can they provide for the kid though? Those kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was at that point that uh, they have to compare me, but you know, I learned to just most of the time I just ignore it. I don't even have to say a single word about it. I just like smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And because we already like at the point of we understand or we ignore, that's why we're not mm-hmm. talking back. And some of the parents, they would say this because like for me, they're concerned that I'm getting older than that I may not be able to <laughs> have a baby, which is for me. I mean, I don't mind. I'm not even concerned if I cannot have a kid and that's life. So they are concerned for their kid if he or she cannot have their own child, right? Or maybe the parents, they want their kids to get married and have their own kids because they want to have or spend time to their grandchildren because somehow they already feel that we're getting old Mm -hmm. and in no time we might, you know, we might not have that enough time to spend. But the pressure given to that person to get married and to have children is really so much considering the fact that especially if that person is the breadwinner or that person has other things in mind so that pressure is not helping at all right so that's something if you are listening and you are a parent please don't pressure your kids to get married at a certain age. Let them enjoy their lives and be happy whenever they want to get married. That's right. So next one is parents controlling their children's life decision. I would understand some parents that would recommend because, well, let's say for us, let's say high school, we don't really know Mm -hmm. what we want to take, what course are we going to take in college. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have an, an input at least. Yeah, but it should not be like, I want you to follow my dream. My dream is for you to become this. But that's your dream. Mm -hmm. That's not your kid's dream. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And why do they have to fulfill your dream? Because they have their own dream. At least let them figure out what they want. Yes. Right. You know, give them ideas, but don't push it. Yeah. And with the, the career path, if I followed what they want me to become, 
I'd probably be a teacher right now. But probably the good thing about my mom is, well, for her, the way she would talk about me back in the days is like, I know nothing, so just figure it out yourself. Mm -hmm. I can't force you to do something when I don't really know anything. I don't really have a dream for me, and so I don't have a dream for you. Mm -hmm. For her, it's like, she would tell me education matters. It's a must, because she never had any education. Mm -hmm. And the kids should have it. At least. Yep. And then they can choose what they want. And the only thing she wants for us is to be healthy, not struggling really financially, of course. Any parents would think like that. But in terms of supporting her and all of that, she'd be happy if I would, if I do that. But she's not pushy ever, which is really good. I think that is why I can just like be free to think of what I'm going to do. Yeah. But not all of us are lucky like that. Yes. Especially if the parents are coming from nothing. Usually Mm -hmm. they are the ones who are pushy. Mm -hmm. You're part of the few lucky people who were not being pushed by their parents. But mostly those who came from nothing, they are the ones who would really push. Because you would understand, they only want better future for their kids. But sometimes it's not really helping. So there's actually a fine line between controlling your kid's life decision and giving advice and guidance to have that decision. There are parents who are very controlling in terms of relationship Mm -hmm. right they always have a say whether their kids would go out with this kind of person or if they don't like the friend although if the set of friends are really not good of course no parents would want their kids to hang out with that but there are parents who would just judge people even without knowing them so there's a fine line between that or they just want their kids to be for themselves mm-hmm, yeah because if they are investment you don't want them to be damaged no yeah or <laughs> perhaps because no parents would want their kids to be in harm or wrong path yeah so as much as possible if they can help they would want their kids to be in the right path but sometimes that help can lead to controlling their their kids' mm-hmm. life. So that's that. And that leads to some parents meddling in their kids' family life. Especially here in the Philippines that even if you're married and you're still living with your parents, most often than not, the parents would, you know, you would meddle in the family life of their kids. Uh, this happens most of the time with the sons mm-hmm. yeah right like the mother would meddle in like in the son's life mm-hmm. marriage life yeah like let's say she would go to the daughter in law and says no i don't like you for my son my son is too good for you that kind of thing yeah and why are you raising the kids like that you should raise the kids like this yes yeah it involves the grandchildren as well so mm-hmm. if the the parent or the daughter-in-law would have her own kind of discipline for sure the grandmother mostly the grandmother will have a say that don't do this don't do that it's still my granddaughter or grandson mm-hmm. so they they would always cause arguments between the couple because the parents are meddling in the relationship because now you can't discipline your own kids because the in-laws are there yeah next one would be 
parents comparing their children in terms of success and achievements of others. So this is really common and kind of different with the timeline that we mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. getting married and all that. But yeah, comparing their their achievements. So this is common, especially during reunions. Yeah. Right? This is really common because the aunties and the uncles would say, Oh, how are you? And all that. And so, what you been doing so far? Oh, you're, you haven't been promoted yet. Unlike... You haven't bought a house. Yes. Or you don't have a car yet. Something like that. It's not only the parents. It's actually the older generation in the family. Right? And that adds pressure to the young ones because mm-hmm. they they're not only keeping up with their dreams but they also have to keep up with the expectations of people around them because they have to think am i a disgrace to my parents and it's not helpful this is something that especially maybe that's the reason why the young ones don't like attending reunions anymore instead of asking how are they and really listening because I'd noticed about the older generations, they would always talk about themselves <laughs> and how simple their life was and how they do things their way without really giving the young ones a chance to talk. They always share their life stories. And we all have a different point of view or the mm-hmm. path we want to take. Yeah. Um, Let's say I I experienced this before somebody told my mom, hey, why don't you buy a car? And who will drive? My mom doesn't even know how to drive. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even know how to ride a bicycle. What for? Like, it's just not compatible to the path I am taking. I travel a lot. And how many times in a year can I use a car in Philippines? Once. I could just rent a car, a really nice car, and it's new every time. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the house. Well, you already got yours. Which is good. But for me, it's just not so practical as of the present. Mm -hmm. Of course, I would love to have one one day. But the way my work and my life is, I can't really decide where. Because it's not like you can put the house in the back of the car and move to a different city. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work like that. They always would compare. It's like, oh, so you work overseas, but why you don't have a house yet? It's fine. I can't really satisfy you. I can't enlighten you. (laughs) But why I don't have it? Because their understanding about the matter is limited. So that's why. And that's true. Because regardless if you're successful or not, people will still say something about you. Mm -hmm. Because success is very subjective. So my understanding of success may be different from another person. The same goes with my parents. So the success for them can be what owning my own house or owning something and for them maybe i'm successful already but for others outside our house who doesn't know us i'm not successful yet so it really depends so and as long as you know as long as you're comfortable with what you're doing that's fine live in your own terms don't let other people affect your decision because it is your life end of the day it is you who'll walk that path exactly so stick with what you want well first you should know what you want and then stick with it yeah and if it's a wrong move it's okay try it another one 
But don't let people tell you what to do. Right. So moving on to family members, especially elder relatives, can insult younger ones thinking that they are giving them advice. This is common. Unsolicited advice. Yeah. Right? So I have this cousin. He's really creative. He's not the usual academic type of person. Mm -hmm. So... He didn't graduate, but he's so creative. So during the time that he was still at school, of course, he's struggling because he's not really into school, but he's very active in other things. And people would always say something about you have to do this and all that so that you can finish school and all that. But they are not seeing his creative side. So a lot of advices were given to him. So somehow it affected his self-confidence because people are, you know, elder relatives are saying a lot of things and solicited advice. So now he's actually quite successful. He was able to perform on TV, uh, in theater, and he's actually one of the top streamers in Kumu. So, you know, people have different way of living. It can be... That person can be good at school. That person can be successful artistically. Or this person can be successful in building a family. Each to his own. So we cannot really give one advice to everyone. Yeah. And what works for you will not work for me. And what works for me will not work for you. Yes. Because we're very unique. We're, we're not all of the same person. Not because you were successful when you, you followed that advice means that person will be successful too, right? Most often than not, those who are giving advice are not really the successful ones. That's right. They are giving advice because they are trying to... It's like, that's where I failed. That's why I'm giving mm -hmm. you this advice. So in reality, you are not the most applicable person to give me advice because you failed and in that part you know what they say never take an advice for someone who doesn't really know what they're doing yes and it's okay maybe to share your thought but not really impose it but most of the time they're opinionated and they want you to really follow, follow that opinion yeah. that they mm -hmm. gave you yeah and sometimes when they are giving this unsolicited advice they are not really asking the person how are you or are you okay or really knowing what the struggle of the person is yeah right they're just giving the advice because they feel that they are a reliable person to get advice because they are older. So Yeah. And that is where that ah, papunta ka pa lang. Pabalik na ako. Yes. But not necessarily that they experience that. Mm -hmm. They've aged but doesn't mean that they've experienced that. Or sometimes they wish they could have done it like that. Yeah, but they didn't. So no. technically, they're not the right person to give that advice. No. That is why I said don't listen to people who doesn't really know <laughs> what they're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, but we're not saying don't listen to people. Just know who to listen to, mm. right? Next is thinking an OFW family member is always well off. This is really common in the Philippines. I don't know, but this is very toxic. Just because you work overseas and now you see how these people are acting. You see the bigger picture. You see who's using who. And now you learn not to be in that position. And now there's like 
Now you're rich. As long as you're not earning in pesos, you're rich. And now if you don't give in to, like, let's say you don't bring pasalubong, you don't bring anything like that, now you are a bad person. Mm-hmm. You're now a black sheep in the family. You're now boastful or, or whatever, the, the bad terms. Did you help me process papers for me to be able to work abroad? Mm-hmm. If you did, then I'm sorry, here, let me treat you for a coffee. Mm-hmm. But if you did not help me, at all when i started come on don't really expect too much from me Mm -hmm. yeah which is actually true here in the philippines and i don't know it's like they're somehow even if they're joking they would make you feel obliged to give that pasalubong and it feels so scary to meet them without pasalubong yes because they would say something chocolate yeah you're so madame when i was still working abroad i would i was always telling my mom and my sisters it's okay maging kuripot, wag lang madamot. But for me, when I have a one strike, like let's say last year I returned home and then somebody called me madamot. So this time when I return home, why would I give you? You will still call me. Even if I give you or I don't give you, you still call me the same. Let me just save that. <laughs> yeah, I think madamot coming from someone else is fine because it doesn't matter to you, yeah. right? What I'm saying is like madamot is like you have the capacity to help mm. the right people because there are people who you've been helping a long time but they're not helping themselves so you have to quantify. But yeah, being madamot is like you have the capacity to help but you're not helping. It's like you're looking away and that person really needs help. So that's madamot. But what if, let's say... For the past years, you've just been helping them, helping them, helping them. and But you want to teach them how to help themselves. They refuse. And then there's one time you had enough. And now you become a damn. Well, that's their mindset. See, that's the victim, right? They're, they're not the victim. Yeah, if that recipient knows how to make utang na loob. From the very beginning, from the very first time that he or she received help, he would start helping himself or herself. And not just accepting help every time. You have to help yourself and be thankful if someone is helping you. Just like what my mom says. Don't just tick, 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 tick. Give, give, give. Yeah. It's better to give. Yeah, it's better to give than to receive. So, yeah. I think we've already lost track of our conversation. But anyhow, it's it's somehow related because we were talking about OFWs. And I think we need Mm -hmm. to have a topic talking about OFWs. There would be mindset of OFWs that we need to address. Mm -hmm. And you've been there in that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've seen a lot OFW struggles abroad because, quote-unquote, Love for their family. Toxic Filipino culture disguises love. Yes, and something that we have to address. And yeah. on a different episode, of course. I think that's it. Think so that's it. hopefully in due time, we can get rid of this toxic culture that we're having as a Filipinos. Sooner than later, we will be parents as well. And let's end it there. Yes. You know, let's end that. The toxic mindset. Yes. Let's end it to us. Yes. We should be the last. Yeah. Break the barrier. And let's be conscious about giving advices, about commenting and comparing. Mm -hmm. Because we've been there. We don't like being compared with other people. And rushing people to make decisions for themselves. Yes. And... If you're an adult, you're a young adult and you're the breadwinner or you're thinking 
or helping the finances of your family. Take your time. And prepare for your future. Because mm-hmm. not it's not always that you have the same energy. It's not always that you have the same amount of earnings. So you really have to prepare not only for your family's future, but for yourself as well. And that is how you end the cycle. Because now you are prepared for yourself when you get old, when you retired, and you don't have to rely to your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by that time, you will be the the grandparents that will spoil the grandkids. Okay. And that's more nicer than asking yes. the grandkids to pay for to, your bills. Yep, yep, that's right. And for those who are struggling about having their own voice and making decisions on their own because their parents are controlling them or not allowing them to have final say, if you are already earning, be matured enough have a strong voice. I'm not saying to have a loud voice, but a strong voice because they will only listen if you have your conviction, if you know what you are talking about. And explain yourself. Don't argue, but explain yourself. Yes. And communication is still important. People doesn't change overnight and your voice will not be heard overnight. Yep. Talk about it one day at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, take it slow, but explain to them what you want. Mm-hmm. And what path are you going to and, you know, how you want to get there that involves them not really controlling you. Yep. But don't be as pushy as them because yep. now they will be defensive and they will not listen. But just talk about it. And if you will become pushy, then there's no difference between you and them. Exactly. So there you go. Hopefully you get a lot of gold nuggets in this conversation <laughs> and... We will see you in our next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye.